The Where's My 40 Acres podcast is recorded in front of a ratchet studio audience. Shout out to Pino Black, this music lover, Twan Burgundy, Silent Ace Media, man. Mindset of a young nigga with idle time. They say a devil's workshop is an idle mind. It's hip hop infiltrated by a wicked built industry. I'm me, I'm representing for the underground. Independence, Fifth Amendment, freedom of speech, the revolution is pending. But it's cool because you see we on a mission. Television off, this a viral petition. Man, and I hope you pay attention. The WM48, we keep it real. And I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if it's harder to read the teleprompter when you high. I'm sure it is. So she just is struggling to read it. I feel like she was reading the teleprompter through a mist of the weed fog she had just inhaled. Oh my God. And the struggle was unreal. There's like this next person. Mm. They be making music, y'all. Like. They be she like, really she really was. They be on the keys like, do 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 da, and you be like, oh, <laughs> I felt that. Mm. Oh, I miss pussy. Um, listen. So, <laughs> uh, when I bring them out, y'all act. You know, what I'm saying like you know, act like that, like you know. Okay. Here they, here they, here they come. I miss doing that. Here they come. Okay. All right. Who is it again? Who? Oh. Mm. What? What'd you say? I'm sorry. I was daydreaming and thinking of you. I don't. (laughs) I don't. I don't get how people can be high and do like major (laughs) things like that. Because I know when I'm high, I'm not going anywhere. Like. There's no, I'm not driving a car. I'm not making important decisions. Uh, you know, you know, Didi. my mind's not there. So I don't, I don't understand how she really felt like she could be on TV doing a whole ass award show. I hear what you're saying, right? And I feel you, but you kind of like just, her weed is very is is very high quality. Like you just justified why she can do it because despite all that talking. And all that piano playing and all them wardrobe changes and all that walking around for four hours. She didn't go nowhere. (laughs) She didn't go nowhere with logic. She didn't go nowhere with her tunes. (laughs) In our hearts, she didn't go there either. She didn't go nowhere. And that's what made it so bad. It was just so Damn, but she did something with Brittany Howard, and I was appalled. Excuse me? Appalled. She did something with who? Brittany Howard. The fuck? What? I was so appalled. Like, the beat, her... Didn't he produce on that? Don't he? Didn't he have some hands on that beat? Or was that just RZA? Was it For just what? Appa- so appalled. Oh, um... Was that RZA and Swiss or was that just RZA? I'm so appalled. I think that was... Swiss was, was on it. I don't know if he helped with the beat, though, but... Okay. 
But everybody, I, I mean, with those sessions, everybody was adding a drum here, a, a, a thing there. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking right now. So, so good chance he could. I know he did the chorus. I'm so appalled. Produced by Kanye West and No ID, co-produced by Mike D. Oh, okay, cool. He just owned it and doing hooks. But so, um, it, it just it, it the Grammys need to, and their ratings dropped. Now, what they're going to try to say is that their ratings went down because of the Kobe news. But that's not why, because their ratings went down last year. They have consistently been losing viewership for like the last 10 Grammys. And it has not clicked to them that there are a few things they might need to change. One of them is Alicia, dog. Don't bring her back. I don't care if you bring her back in A minor, B flat, G minor, acapella, sharp. Don't bring her back, okay, at all, in any key. Don't bring her back. She's a bad host. <laughs> She's a bad host, man. She's a bad host. She's terrible. Okay, the next thing is the nerve of y'all having a damn award ceremony that run four and a half hours and y'all be trying to turn the wrap it up box on on niggas. Don't, that's the most entertaining part of the show is when people win and they give speeches and they dish y'all. You should just let them roast you. Just Comedy Central, let them roast you for winning, dog. Give Grammys to people you know about to say some crazy shit. Give a Grammy to a Grammy to Freddie Gibbs and Danny Brown. Like, give them Grammys so they get on stage and people go, I wonder what these crazy niggas about to say. Right? Mm-hmm. Stop having these boring-ass, typical-ass performances, man. Like, y'all, have, y'all have all these new artists that nobody's ever heard of. That could be out here showcasing their talent. That can actually sing and shit. And ain't just pop sensations. Like for God's sakes. Nobody cares about anything Taylor Swift is doing. Outside of fucking Taylor Swift fans dog. And they don't watch the Grammys nigga. So why are you forcing us. Like I'm, I'm uh, the Usher tribute to Prince. And they're doing another tribute to Prince. On CBS after this. If this was a preview of what we about to get. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Cause it's gonna be bad. Nobody won't watch Usher talking about some hee hee slipping and sliding all around on the goddamn floor in front of people like he doing something. Yeah, I think that I think that the CBS one is gonna be bad. That's what's gonna be. More of a concert is gonna be. It has be bad. Let me see. I'm about to go see who's who's coming. CBS produced this one. (laughs) CBS. CBS produced everybody at this Grammy Award show that was four hours, and most of them were bad. So, no, I don't want their tribute to Prince. I don't want their tribute to Prince. I want somebody else tribute to Prince. But not CBS's. They ain't got it. This was a bad choice. Like, like you know, Deidre said Lizzo should have sang, and I agree. But literally, FKA Twig was right there, bruh. Like, if you needed some falsetto notes, nigga, she was right there. What, what are y'all doing, bruh? Y'all had Brittany Howard there, Lizzo... Yep. Jesse oh, Reyes was, was there. there. Oh, shoot. Like, what are you doing? You had all these talented people. You got Usher singing Prince. Man, I know y'all like confessions. I have a confession. Usher overrated as fuck. Like, he been overrated for so long. Everybody just be wanting to give Usher shit to do. What was the last Usher album you was bumping hardcore, dog? What was the last time you was like, man, man, this new Usher, this is the jam. No. Stop asking him to do stuff. He oh, I know y'all want to believe he old now. He is. 
Y'all got him up there doing a Prince tribute. You should be ashamed of yourself. Dave Chappelle did so, a better Prince tribute on so the Dave Chappelle the Prince show. Prince tribute has already, it must have happened yesterday or yeah, they get happy yesterday reading an article about it. Los Angeles Times did a review. Oh, man. And what'd they say? <laughs> so it had, let's see, John Legend, Foo Fighters, Mavis Staples, her, Beck, Gary Clark Jr., uh, Sheila E. and the Revolution were there playing. They had and Sheila E. there playing for the Usher joint. Yeah, Sheila E. and, and then and the, whole, the whole band, the Revolution, was there. Um, they said it ended with the all-star jam for Baby, I'm a Star at the End. And it seemed like every other junk. Uh, let's see. Only here, the final was unusually chaotic with Dave, cause with Dave Grohl th- thwacking away on a pair of congas and Miguel taking over lead vocals and what looked like a surprise to Sheila E. Fred Armisen was up there for some reason wandering around with a tambourine <laughs> and when Sheila E. attempted to knee slide down a long run with oh, shit like Prince's signature guitar glyph, the percussions came down hard enough that you could hear it over the music. Stop uh, doing tributes <laughs> to people that y'all did not live up to in any way, shape, or form. I understand that he had the revolution, but what's the revolution without Prince? Stop doing tributes to people that were the thing that we cared about. Stop it. In truth, the number Stop was it. kind of a mess, yet after nearly four hours of hit or miss performances separated by lengthy delays, as the headset wearing technicians did their thing, you appreciate oh, the surge of energy. Oh my God. I hope Jay Z, I hope I die before Jay. Because if oh. y'all do a fucking Rockefeller <laughs> tribute and you bring Memphis Bleak, Beanie Shego, <laughs> Shido, and Spox, and them niggas on stage to do Jay Z tracks. <laughs> You're not know, waiting for that Emil verse, dog? Bruh. Of course, Prince himself never had a choice between vigor and precision. This lifelong perfectionist would likely have rolled his eyes at such a slight display of affection. But that's a conundrum built into an event like Tuesdays. Should it say more about a legend and his work or about our relationship with them? I don't Uh, want it. I don't want them no more. Stop doing them. The next thing they need to do, because this was a big issue. This was a really big issue to people for some reason. I understand why, but I also don't understand why. So like let me let me do some research real quick. What um but and, and I'll, I'll I'll explain while I'm doing it. Hey, uh, Deidre, who was the artist I was talking to you about earlier this week? Uh, Lana Lana Del Rey. Okay, so Billie Eilish run won five Grammys, right? And she won them like Mike said for the top categories, like the big four, outside of the one that we all care about as well, the rap one, which they don't care about, but, but they care about cause we care about it. It's very confusing and conflicting. Lana Del Rey. I'm wondering if she has ever won a Grammy and I don't know if she has. And I don't see if she has won a Grammy. Let me see. I'm going through her awards right now. Lana Lana Ray for awards has 63 nominations, 26 wins. But the question is, has she ever won a Grammy? Let's see. Critics Choice, Gaffa, whatever the fuck that is. 
Golden Globe? They got her for Grammy Awards. She has never won one. Okay, she's been nominated six times. She wasn't even. Okay, I think she was nominated for Born to Die. She's been nominated for Album of the Year twice. She was nominated this year for Album of the Year for Norman fucking Rockwell. And Billie Eilish won Song of the Year and Album of the Year. I understand why people have issues with this. Mm-hmm. I also don't, but I also, in the same, in the same vein, do not understand, in the same vein, do not understand, bang, do not understand why People have issues with her not winning this year. Like if you're mad that she didn't win for Paradise and Young and Beautiful, which I'm assuming were both off Born to Die. If you like if you're mad she didn't win for that, I understand. That album is fucking amazing. Her first album is her best album. It's uh, by far. Yes. You know, I love Don, Lana Del Rey or Bay, but yeah. Her first album is... is, is okay, so album. Paradise is actually an album, which that lets you know how how much Lana Ray I've been listening to. Oh, yeah, that came after, after Born to Die. It that came after like, Born to Die, right? So that doesn't Cola count. and all that stuff. And yeah. Ride. So which she, was good, but it still wasn't the first album. Yeah, so she wasn't even nominated. For me, Ultraviolence and Born to Die are the best Lana Del Rey albums. That's just yep. for me. Now, you know, she changed the game. She brought in this whispery singing type of you know falsetto sound mixed with shit that sounded like it was produced by kanye which is perfect like it was a perfect beautiful mesh of energy and sweet dreams she did an amazing job at it norman fucking rockwell is not that norman fucking rockwell is her homage to white falsetto singing women there is no real hip hop or influence to that album in my opinion like it's kind of a bore it's a bit of a drag in comparison Billie Eilish's album is it sounds like it is heavily influenced by early Lana Del Rey and a bunch of other people that did falsetto like it ain't just Lana it's some other folks she's been influenced by which is cool because of that influence Billy made a really good fucking album. Like I was listening to it. I have it on vinyl. I spun it a bunch last year, but just to refresh my mind after the Grammys, I listened to it again, like the other day. And it is phenomenal. Like that child is gifted. Her brother Phineas is an amazing producer. Those, those two as a duo, they're phenomenal. Okay. Hate her all you fucking want for her acrylic nails and her supposedly adopting black culture, which baggy clothes on white people has been a thing since Can't Hardly Wait was in theaters. It's not going away. But how old is this? This girl is like... She just, she just turned, turned 18. Eight. She, she just, just turned, turned 18 in December. That's, I mean, that is literally like the trend right now for these kids. It is. It's like the punk, like 90s, like 2000. Like that is the clothing trend what in the world I, my thing like, is just I like her i'd be like oh this looks like the same clothes i see on dolls kill that i get my shoes from right like let Somebody her be young. at the grammy she looked like big pun from 98 okay <laughs> <laughs> really cool big pun still influencing niggas good like let her be her dog she's not hurting no fucking body with her acrylic ass nails at all i don't you know what i don't understand i don't understand people get mad old motherfuckers adopting a part of our culture supposedly that y'all don't want to be affiliated with 
Like at all, you just, man, what? Green and purple Baps hair, acrylic nails, gold fronts on bad teeth. We don't want nothing to do with that. That's making fun of black culture. So then when white people from, you know, maybe they're from established, maybe she comes from money. She probably does. It's kind of how it works in the industry. But when white people start adopting this shit, then it's like, man, they try to act black. Nigga, do you act like that? Because you know, I understand why you might be offended. But if you ain't 16 and you don't act like that, I'm a 35-year-old man. I don't give a fuck what that girl wearing. I just do not. I don't give she a fuck what she wearing. She also dresses like that, like... All the time. All like the time, dog. All the time. It's not an act, at least. Like, at the very least, that's just her style. The first thing I noticed about Billy was the fact that she clearly was a fan of Tyler, the creator, if you looked at her videos. Clearly. She talked about it, too. Clearly. And I was like, cool. She has good taste. Maybe she'll be dope. I'll give her a chance. And you know what? She was. She's talented. She she's can also actually a fan fucking of Isaiah sing. Rashad and JID and shit. Bro, like, she dropped all great names. Like, and she's doing she a song. Good for influences, the next, man. <clears throat> she's doing a song for the next 007 yeah. movie. Like, let this child win. She's not hurting nobody. But she wins all these Grammys, and people are upset because Lana Del Rey didn't get one. I'm sorry, y'all. That album is not better than hers. Just because she inspired this child singing from an album that she did in 2012, and it's fucking 2020. That does not mean that Lana Del Rey deserves her win. This ain't fucking training day. Don't training day this situation. If you know what I mean, you know what I mean. If you don't, go do your fucking research. Stop trying to training day these damn reward shows, though, dog. If these motherfuckers didn't give artists who deserve to win the win when they should have given it to them, do not repeat the cycle of them giving artists wins they don't deserve when other artists should be getting those wins that year. Mm-hmm. It's just you do fucking over somebody else. And promising that they might get they win when they get it. Nah, fuck out of here with that bullshit. At the same time, though, I need the fucking Grammys to reevaluate their awards a bit. Because if you have to give an artist the five top awards, maybe you need new categories or some type of stipulations on winning awards. And that's just my opinion. I don't feel well, like I mean, every an now and then there speak. are albums that like just take over the whole musical conversation. I want to listen, you know what I'm saying? Mike. I hear what you're saying. I also think that's bullshit. Like, I think that there are albums that might be very popular at the time, and a lot of people have their ear on them. I don't think that means that that music is better than the albums that are in the in the categories with them. So when you focus on one album and it sweeps five categories. I'm kind of like, okay, listen, I get that y'all really liked it, but if you ask me, is Billie Eilish's album better than Black Pumas? No. Like, is it better than Britney Howard's? No. Well, that's just disagreeing with the, if Britney Howard had won all four awards, what would you say? I would be like, that's too much because I, I did this. It doesn't matter. Like when Chance won all his awards, when Kendrick won all their awards, I look at it the same way. I'm like, okay, you just swept all the rap categories. So they picked a rapper and they chose, we going with him for everything that has to do with rap and hip hop. And every other hip hop well, artist. People are voting on this individual. It's not like the Grammys as a whole were just like, and. I mean, we've we had two people. The rest of the nominees. We've had, we had Tyler make his comment about how they stick rappers in urban categories in rap, which is true. Right, so you had people mad at Tyler for winning best rap album because they didn't feel like it was a rap album and they were even quoting him saying, yeah, he yeah, even yeah. said no, it was I, a I rap feel album. you on that. All right, so then I'm you had Diddy say the joint before that. The nominees mm-hmm. 
And then they put those nominees into a pool, and then everybody who's eligible to vote on the Grammys votes on those five to eight nominees or whatever. Right. So it's not like the Grammys organization, TM, is saying, we have now decided that damn all the rest of these albums we put in these categories, these are the ones that we want to acknowledge. Now, you can argue against the nomination process all you want, but I feel like once the albums get nominated, it's up to whoever the hell is voting on them to vote on them. All right, so so that system can be skewed because I don't, if if it's like the Oscars, then certain people within the organization don't vote in every category and don't have the same. I mean, possibly not. Right. So in the Oscars, they have what I'm I'm understanding. They have a different group that votes for like best picture than votes for some of the other stuff. And that could potentially work the same way in the Grammys. So if you have one group that's not voting across the board, but have listened to things across the board, you're not getting like variable choices at that point. I don't, I feel like you're getting what's there, but you're not getting variable votage. You're getting people that have already decided they're going to lean one way. And just like with the Oscars, I'm sure this happens with the Grammys. There are people who are in those organizations. They're not required to listen to that music. So they no, don't. Like, they don't listen I mean, to it. The stuff you're saying is right. This the the things you're saying about even because you know there's all kinds of stuff that came out with the voting because there's been a lot of skewed and a lot of of controversy when the when the woman was coming out and and releasing everything on the voting. But to act like it's uncommon or unheard of for something to be like we had a lot of good thing, but this thing really dominated, and for that thing to dominate. Is not like that's not a big stretch. It's not a stretch, but that's we what know we know how the industry forces things to also dominate the culture. No, but I'm I'm just saying, like, if somebody were to ask me, like, hey, give me a bunch of albums that you like this year, boom, I could like here's here's albums I get. And they'll be like, All right, which one was the was the best one? I could go like that one. Yeah. That like that's not a stretch for me to be like, no, maybe it's this, maybe no, I could be like, no, no, that one. Like I like the audience. Good. You I agree. This one is better. But that one was <laughs> that one was the shit. That one was here. That one was everything. And I'm not even saying Billie Eilish is that album, but I am saying that it is very possible and often probable for an album to like come through and just crush the buildings like that. I, know, I like, have. I would bet if we went back and looked through the Grammy years and looked at who was winning, best album, best song, record of this, record of that, we would start to see a pattern of people who were super popular that kind of swept categories that it would be not agreed upon that they won, that they might, just because you had an album that was considered best doesn't mean you had the best record that year. And with artists that are as big as people like Taylor Swift, they can absolutely have a song that just has the popularity behind it, but in actuality is not that fucking great so are you so are you are you is is the argument that a record shouldn't dominate yes or is it an argument that that record should no my no my argument is a record should not dominate across categories like that but even if a record is just just that shit it should not dominate no I don't think it that should. Interesting take. I don't think it should <laughs> dominate because I think because I think it's so like no no record objectively is that good, right? No right re- no record. You're like this I, record came down from God. It is obje- sure it is objectively that. that good. It sweeps everything. Well, yeah, nothing sweeps everything, but we but like those the big four, mm-hmm. like we got to think about like there aren't is yeah this album of the year, 
Yeah. So we just hey, we're saying this is the best album. And then it's record or song of the year, which is just yep. a song. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that like your best seven songs, your best eight songs, just best song. Mm-hmm. Usually, we just want like record record of the year is usually to be the fun for that song that's just like that that extremely popular song. Mm-hmm. That's what record of the year. song song of the year usually goes to like song right anything, but they're usually kind of construed together. But also like there popular are only twenty albums ever that have won more than. Five, five or more Grammy, or sorry, that have won six or more Grammys. There are 19 albums ever that have done that. Right. And not okay. even all of those have won album of the year. They've just won a bunch of categories that they were nominated. Which is, a, which is something that the Grammy seems to decide when, and, when an album does win and when it doesn't win. To me, sometimes to cater to, and it's like the Oscars, to cater to somebody that they favor. Whether you can say that it's different voters but we don't know how that vote oh, actually no. I mean, works. It's an award show. Everything yeah, is catered they to what cater. person favors. They, they absolutely, <laughs> like, if you look at, award is. if you look at the Oscars this year, it is undeniable that they have let the older voices in the Oscar, like have lead this year. And they have picked some of the boringest shit across the board. That is typical Oscar choice in a year that had a variety of very good films. They just did not watch. They absolutely just did not watch them. And okay, I'm real quick seeing, to up? talk to your point, Brandon. Yeah, the Grammys have been around since I don't know how many, how long they've been around. They've been around for I think it was this is the sixty second Grammys Award. Yeah, right? it was sixty second. Only two albums have ever won Best New Artist, Album of the Year, Song of the Year, and Record of the Year. It's mm-hmm. Christopher Cross and Billie Eilish, right? Christopher Cross, man, singing that. Wow. Yeah, which I don't. Whatever. That seems <laughs> wow. like a terrible choice. Wow. So only two two wow. people have ever done that in sixty two years, right? So funny. Wow. And <laughs> if you take out best new artist and you leave it for all established yeah, you, people, you, yeah, because it's hard to be like it's like it's hard exactly. to be like, yeah. new all the time. Ever in the history of the Grammys, record of the year, album of the year, song of the year, the big three, that has happened eight times. Paul Simon, Carol King, Christopher Cross, Eric Clapton, the Dixie Chicks, Adele, God, twice, Dixie Chicks. Bruno Mars, and Billie Eilish. So eight times in 62 years isn't that crazy. 62 years where we've had diversity in music actually for how long? What, what do you mean diversity in music? Um, I mean, Michael Jackson won a eight. fuck ton of Grammys. We're talking about what we're talking about. Okay, Michael Jackson. The most female, the female artist who's won the most Grammys in a single night is Beyonce and Adele. Second place mm-hmm. after that, Lauren Hill, Alicia Keys. Good God. Beyonce again. Uh Nora Jones, Amy Winehouse, Allison Krauss. Yeah, I, but I, I think you I feel like you're arguing two different things. I'm arguing I'm ar- so I'm not I'm, what I'm arguing is that I Michael don't Jackson think and Quincy artist- Jones are number one and two for most Grammys won by male artists in one night. Mm-hmm. I don't think an artist should sweep all the categories at this point because what like a Grammy win isn't a definitive like objective label, right? Of course not. So when you it give never it, has been. Oh, it, all awards are subjective. Holy yeah. shit! I know. God damn it! <laughs> so when you do that, right? When you make a statement like that, that Billie Eilish deserved all five of these awards, and she's even looking out in the crowd, going, "All these other fucking talented people that was with me could have got an award tonight, but y'all gave me five. It to me, it's just it's it, it starts to become a waste. Like there should be. Some stipulation on it, it this might sound crazy, but how many awards you can actually win? Because why invite all these fucking people to the award ceremony to watch this four hour broadcast 
I mean, somebody got to lose. If you just going to give all the awards that they're nominated in to the same person, like they pretty much know how it might go down. So we're giving the participation trophies a Grammys. It's if you want to call it a participation trophy for somebody saying, who made like, an album, is, are we going to cap it good? like uh, cap it's it at not, two? You, you this two. isn't a scored game, dog. This isn't like the Lakers no, won by no, nine I mean, and you, they lost by eighty nine. So I'm like, do do is the answer is you cap it, but you can't win more than two. It's yeah, or some type of stipulation or change your category size, something that deviates so that it doesn't fall into well they had the best album we've decided and they had the top song and these are the only categories that we have to put people in so some of these people will never get a grammy for stuff they deserved and you can act like hey i don't care about winning a grammy but that's a pretty big deal and when you have somebody that comes and sweeps all five like again you can put people in one category and kind of ignore other aspects of their album because you as a grammy corporation didn't feel like they fit in there Right, it may not come from the way that the artists the artists submitted their shit at all. You just looked at it and felt that it didn't deserve to be there, which as if that's definitive or objective, and it's not. I'm not asking them to hand out participation trophies because everybody here earned their spot. This it's this is not a like Billy. I like I say, Billy Eilish's album is not objectively, definitively better than the other albums in her category necessarily. In my oh, opinion, but it may no be album is who. I mean, like. So, like, you can't say objective, I mean, because, like, all the awards are subjective. It is, but like, there are definitely times where they put songs, they put, they, like, again, I hate going back to our own shit, but urban contemporary and fucking rap categories, they just be tossing shit in there, dog. Like, Dream yeah. Merchants was not made this again, year, bro. And like I said, that's still subjective. Like, so, like, uh, not, it's hard not when you know, to, Not you, when you know hard. how they treat black people music. To it, to no, what, what, like, what, I'm, what I'm saying is, to none of these words you can measure objectively, because you're, it's it's based on taste, and you, it's a subjective thing. Very yes. What somebody, what somebody likes is 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 what somebody likes. So if you're just talking about if you're like having more diversity in the thing, or if you're having more like, hey, album of the year needs to have one from every genre or something. I don't know. I'm just throwing things out there. Like if you're if you're saying like that to kind of mix it to kind of mix it up to get to give all these type of things. And, and and things like that, like I can understand that, but I don't know if like if 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 capping it because then like so like what do you do like do who you, is that gonna hurt who like in reality if you put it's gonna hurt if you put that stipulation in there if you put that stipulation in there who are you gonna hurt like if if Lizzo wins a Grammy for best pop or best R and B right she got a Grammy. So if you're like, okay, cool, we only we really only give out like two Grammys of people because we invite all these fucking musicians here who made great albums and we want to be able to honor all of them as much as possible. For their for their separate accomplishments that subjectively spoke to different facets of music listeners. Right? We can't please everybody because there's niggas out here that have no idea who Billie Eilish is. And they were absolutely watching the Grammys going, who the fuck is this little white girl to keep walking up on stage? But they fuck with Gary Clark Jr. So to me, it's like if you put a stipulation in there like that and it can absolutely be just like racist decisions and sexist decisions can be implemented in the voting process just on some whole, you know how we vote. Or we just don't like people the same way Leonardo DiCaprio has never gotten an Oscar. They just don't fucking like him. It's not because he can't act and it's not because he hasn't deserved it. They just don't fucking like them. They don't like Eddie Murphy either. 
So, you know, the way that they can do that, you can also put in something that's just kind of like, hey, we try to avoid sweeps. Because it's just, there's like the people who are watching it or the way we're kind of, because you can, it's all subjective, but it comes off objectively and it comes off objective to me anyway. When you're like, this album clearly was better than everything. That's why it won five awards. So wouldn't it just be better to just say either two things, make it where there's no awards and it's just the honorees of, of great music. I think that would be great as well. Or actually do what they used to do and televise multiple genres. I mean, you can tell it. Well, you know, like, again, I think that also falls into the same way they vote. Like, we're saying that there are different groups of people voting on this. And I don't know what their voting system actually is. And if people coming out telling you it's skewed, that makes more sense. Because the no, music I mean, industry it, runs it's the Grammy ceremony. It's fully skewed, but I'm saying, like, yeah. do we, like, genre, voting for genres in itself is not a skewed thing. The it's way not. that people vote for them, like just saying, hey, we got all these al- albums that are dance and all, you know what I mean? And we're going to compare the best dance album. Like, that's not a skewed thing. How do people use it? How do people vote for it? The separation and in, in being like, okay, we're just like, we're going to do this music, do this, do this one, and do this genre. And then you televise those things. So then everybody, so then people are seeing what what the best is. And you're, you're hearing people that you ain't never heard of, or you're seeing other people get a shine. And it's not sitting here to show hey now the show has gotten so condensed that the only thing we're doing in an almost four-hour show is showing these six awards mm-hmm. instead but we can do it where it's like no we're going to show all these awards we're going to sit there and you're going to see who won best rock who won best metal who won this and that and you you know and then every you know everybody's getting that platform to do it or like you say you just turn into an honorees thing and be like oh y'all have some great ass shit but then again, like you can have a seventeen-hour show. I'm and and again, I like that it could be that type. Well, if you got rid of some of these damn performances and Alicia Keys' soft openings, then you might have enough time to embrace more, way more people. Yeah, that shit was almost four hours. I'm not saying that, and I'm not saying that I have the answer at all. I'm I started off this saying they need to come up with something else. In my opinion, that makes the awards. Speak to more people because I don't feel like they do. Like, I feel like if you're a Billie Eilish fan, you got yours that night. If you're a Lizzo fan, you got yours that night. I was happy to see other people win. I think that's dope. But you also see a whole lot of blowback. And like, literally, Billie Eilish looked scared to walk up on stage once she got like the third one because you know what's coming from that. It's going to be a whole, it's like, this is a social media age, dog. Unless you offline, you can't avoid it. The blowback against her was horrendous for her but winning those awards. people are fucking stupid and they don't listen to the music before they make <laughs> these half-ass like, hot take yeah. opinions on the internet. That shit is people, I mean, because other people like, man, that nigga won for classical? No, man, I ain't never heard that. Like, and I'm not right. saying like, they're, I'm not saying they're right. If Billy Eilish was like Millie Vanilli, then you would have a leg to stand on, but that's not. You know what I'm not, saying? And listen, and like, I'm not saying that's wrong. You are absolutely right. People are fucking stupid. But I don't think it was just that. I think that she was also kind of disappointed that she was getting all these wins because when she got up there for a speech, she literally was calling out other people's names like, you should have won this and you should have won this. This is kind of a callback to when, was it Adele who said this was really Beyonce's win? 
Sure, but also part of that is you don't want to look like an asshole up there being like, yeah, I'm the shit, suck my dick, yeah, I'm nigga. the best artist of no, all time. No. Like, I'm better than all y'all niggas. Ah, right. <laughs> so, like, some humility is a normal human way to deal with something like that because, you know, Billie Eilish is still a teenager who made a record in her bedroom with her brother and now it has won four, five fucking Grammys. So, and she's, and she's sitting there being like, like an oh overwhelming God, I'm stage to be on. I'm beating people that I grew up listening to and I love. Yeah. Mm hmm. Her but, but she, but she enjoyed. She was holding on five of them bitches. I'm yeah, not saying she was. I'm not she saying she came for it. And I get it. Like if I won five Grammys, I would be stunting one hundred percent. But like I think both of those things can exist. Where she can feel like I would have liked to see Lana Del Rey win this album or win this Grammy, and also it'd be valid that Lana Del Rey didn't win it and Billie Eilish did win it. I'm not even saying that Lana Del Rey should have won. I'm dead. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, saying Billie that Eilish said that. Outrage. Yeah, like. That was that one of the people she the mentioned. I'm, I'm just saying that it's to me, it's kind of like it's kind of boring if you know that yeah, somebody has boring. been favored. Yeah, for and sure. That's the way it's going to go. And there are people who, like Brittany Howard, like is when on the stage. The team is too good and people but, hate them because they win all the time, too. Who? I'm just saying in general, like people hate the Patriots because these motherfuckers win all the time. Yeah, but people don't like dominance. That's yeah, a, but they want to see some variety. So, so I mean, you know, as far as I'm the concerned, natural reaction to it wherever it shows. As up. far as I'm concerned, on a like scoring level, that's way more definitive. They won. They just outscored that team. They just beat their asses. They were the better team when they won every game. Is not really deniable. So you can hate them. I mean, but... you should see what people say about the Patriots online if you think it's not oh, denied. No, 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 no. Listen, I get hold what on, you're saying. Yeah, Trust come me, on. I, now. Get what you're I ain't talking I'm, about I'm, motherfuckers. It's just like they still trash. <laughs> you can hate Tom Brady all you want, but he proved. It, you know, oh, they still hate that nigga. They were yeah, so please hate him, <laughs> dog. That's I'm real. not like like RP. I'm not. I was never a Kobe fan like that. I'm also just not a basketball fan, but I was never a Kobe fan like that. I was always more of an underdog, a fan of the underdogs. Like, I'm an Allen Iverson fan, like that. And that still didn't make me go look at Kobe and go, well, he gone. Like, that was absolutely not the reaction. It was, damn, we lost a, we lost a huge name today. Yeah. To the sports yeah, community, course. to the black community, that's a huge hit. I don't think we'll ever be able to recover or fill that void that we just... Because Mike, it's like people like Mike and them are still here, dog. Like, we didn't get yeah. to see Kobe get Bill old. Bill Russell is out here chilling. That's crazy. That's that's. It's just it's it's unfathomable. And, and good for him, obviously. You know, but, but like, my argument: yeah. the Grammys gonna do what they gonna do. I'm just saying that I think the, and I'm not saying that my answer is the right answer. I'm just making suggestions. I feel you. But ultimately, I feel like something needs to be done. Because if you look at the faces of the niggas that be at the Grammys, they don't want right. to be there. Let me hit you with a question that I think would help elucidate your point even more. What would you have liked to see for album of the year, record of the year, song of the year, best new artist? If you had to pick those four category winners, what would you have liked God, to see? Um, so my thing is like, it's hard for me to answer that because I don't even operate like that. I off again, I operate off a scale of underdog. So my album, oh, I don't I, listen to, nah, I don't listen to what's that. popular that year. Right. I don't listen to, I hate saying that too, because it really shouldn't matter. I think, I think Brittany Howard or black Puma or Billy, or Lizzo would have been great up for album of the year. I feel like any of them could have been up for a song of the year. I feel like Brittany Howard's album didn't get the pop appeal. And when I say pop, I mean popular. It didn't, it just didn't resonate popularity wise. I don't know if that's from marketing or push as much as it should have. I think her core audience was all over it 
and she has a big core audience. But I think outside of that, it's the great black Pumas literally came out of fucking nowhere. For sure. And now they're everywhere. But they're still not on the radar that Eilish or Lizzo is on. Lizzo also didn't come out of nowhere, but she came basically from nothing. And like a cosign from Prince and nothing but talent and some YouTube videos fluting and twerking to where she is right now. So like, that's a huge jump. I feel like this year for sure had a lot of artists who made huge jumps and it was industry push behind them for sure. I'm just like, it's hard. I can't answer the question like record of year. Cause that's just not how my mind operates. I don't be like, this was my favorite song this year. And this was my favorite album this year. I have I, my album. My favorite album changes about a fucking week. Like I haven't listened to black Puma in like four months only because I listened to it for like four months straight. Yeah. So it's hard for me to even categorize my shit like that. But to to see people like Jesse Reyes name being dropped or um NAO's name being dropped, you know, tanking the bangers. It's like you have all these new talents in the building and you didn't even have some of these people perform. That to me is a huge waste. So you didn't have them there to perform and they ain't win shit. I feel like it was two opportunities missed to include culture, to, to bring in a new age into the Grammy culture that seems to still be missing. It's just, it's, it's a lot of dope ass records out here right now. And I think a lot of them, I think it was a lot of great and accurate nominations this year. So that's why I think, that's why I think it's two different, like you're arguing two different things. Like one part is you just want to, you want the Grammys to show more musical diversity. And that doesn't necessarily have to be done through awards. True. And it's always going to be difficult to have any, because any type of subjective award, which is, which is only thing that movies and, and, and music and all that stuff is, they're all subjective stuff. Right? You, you, you can try to make it as we, we try to measure these things, but no, it is all subjective. Yep. So there's always, you can never get, there's always going to be somebody who doesn't like <laughs> Or somebody who's going to be like, no, this, this, this was the one, and right. all of that stuff. Like that's always going to happen. I think though, if you just if if something like the Grammys, if they can be a showcase for a lot of different music, so somebody could watch the Grammys and come away with maybe a new person they wanted to hear. You know what I mean? Like a new per, like a new art. Like oh snap, I, they. They want to even know about this, or they perform to like, who the Black hell? Pumas, for example. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? And 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 stuff and stuff like that. Like that would that would be nice. I just don't. I don't you understand know? why they're not doing. It. And and like to y'all's point, maybe that's what I'm trying to say. I really don't. I, okay, like the awards thing is showcase. It's acknowledgement to a degree that you know, hey. Because sometimes people will never make an album as good as the one that they just got nominated for again. So they might never come back. That I look at it kind of like that too, and I feel bad for them to a degree. I also understand it is a game, and it is about popularity and hits and, bar, and charts and whatnot. So mm-hmm. ultimately, I would more lean in favor of what you're suggesting. Like, just have more artists, more diverse performances, more artists coming up and talking that have been nominated and invited to this ceremony where I don't actually feel like they're being celebrated because 
It's not like y'all got their names plastered all over the arena as the nominees. You know, if you happen to go to Grammy.com and look, then yeah, you'll see who's nominated in those categories. But for the most part, they just there. They, 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 it seems to me like the Grammys cares more about the pre-Grammy show where everybody shows up to the red carpet because people love a red carpet event. They do. And then they act, the Grammys actually start and all of a sudden people are like, damn, I wish this was like the MTV Awards because this is trash. And the MTV Awards isn't even that great, but it's better than the fucking Grammy ceremonies. Yeah, because it usually has more performances. Right. Like, so, like, if you, if right. you, like I say, if you want to make it a, a, a thing where we have a showcase and then that's the thing, then, then that's great. Um, you know, a lot of people come to Grammys and don't want to perform. Yes. That is the other thing. Like, that's that, fine that happens too. a lot. People are like, nah, I don't feel like performing or I'm on the road or nah, I just don't feel like doing that. You'll see a lot of people who workshop performances into stuff. <laughs> how, to go how on about, the road, but... I wonder, I wonder, and some people I know they be torn and they want to relax at night to just so kind of like, chill. I get that. But I wonder if part of the reason that some of these niggas don't want to perform at the Grammys is because it's kind of tiresome. It's kind of boring. And also, they might cut to commercial on your ass like they did Jesse Reyes and Anderson Pac when they first performed at the events. I remember they stuck Anderson Pac up in the goddamn side of the venue with his band. They didn't put him on stage. They put him in the same place like The Roots was put on The Tonight Show when they first started. Over in the Cut to The Roots because we cutting the commercial. That's how they cut the Anderson pocket to fucking Grammys. You know, like, I don't know. I don't understand. I like, I don't understand how you don't have Tank and the Bangers perform at the Grammys if you got them there. I mean, there's, but the thing is, like, you can say that, right? And there's nothing wrong with saying that. And there's going to be somebody else who likes a, a various different other drama, drama genres who are then going to say that their people didn't get to play. Like, so it's, yeah. it's like, it's, it's it's always going to to, to have that. I want their somebody, people to play too. Somebody you somebody that's from a smaller genre, from a different genre, is not going to get played, or is not going to is not going to come up there. So, like, do we do you make it a thing where we just like every hey, every artist gets to gets to be a showcase and it is it's a multiple day showcase and we just having like we're gonna make it like no niggas hey niggas look we having the Grammy the Grammy festival <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's I think that's too end much I think that's with, too much with the thing that's too t- in my opinion that's too much now if you do, if you start doing a Grammy festival where these artists are cool with doing a three day weekend festival like Governor's Ball like Firefly Fest like you know uh. Uh, broccoli city and all of that. That, that hey man kudos that's more money in y'all pocket y'all can go ahead and do that i'm not if they want to do a grammys festival like the weekend before the grammys or the weekend after the grammys or whatever in association that's cool just make sure y'all let amanda seals in y'all party because she's gonna throw a fit of y'all later through the gate like i get that i'm saying that the award show though there are artists who definitely probably are not going to want to perform i kind of have a stinking feeling that most of those artists that aren't that aren't that don't want to perform at the grammys are going to be the bigger named artists who probably have already performed before at the Grammys or just don't care about performing at the Grammys because these niggas have made it and broke through all the glass ceilings. Like it's not a big deal to them, but I feel like some of these other artists, you could easily get them to perform because they still got shit to prove. They still trying to grow their fan bases Despite having a nomination, people still don't know who the fuck they are. I saw a bunch of people. I don't know who none of these people look like at the Grammys because I don't 
put that much attention into it. So that's what that person looks like. And that's what that person looks like. And those people I feel like would perform if offered the opportunity to at the Grammys. But hey, we really, we ain't in the Grammy association. We don't know how they contact these people. Maybe they contacted all these different people. And I'm not saying just my people because I've been to a Black Puma show. I don't need to see them perform at the Grammys. I'm more interested in seeing some of these other nominees I've never heard of perform like, who is that dude? And then you see him. My, the only reason I know who Chris Stapleton is because I saw this motherfucker perform at the Grammys. That's the only, I, I was never listening to his music. I wasn't paying attention to that shit. Only reason I know who he is because he performed at the Grammy. Now he's a big name and that was a big year for him. Yeah, and he was in very popular off of that. Right. That's like I said, but in a different genre. So I like, like it's showing to have more diversity of performers. I think it's good because then it opens up, it opens up people to new to to new things and stuff like that. But like just like we say, like this person should should have should be seen more. Like you might say, I know who Chris Staple is, and somebody else might be like, nigga, you don't know who Chris Staple is. Like this nigga singing everywhere. Now like, I know who he is because I've just, seen him. It's just in the it's just in a different thing. Like there's always going to be some some genres that are going to be more popular than others. Yeah. Also, you and, got some you people know, in the house, dog. Like I would love to see Rosalie and Jesse Reyes do a song, do a performance together live. I wouldn't. That would be horrible. But why? I don't know. I don't like them. So, no, but yeah, that's but I don't. Mean. Yeah, you don't like Jesse Reyes and Rosalia. Everybody else who yeah. likes Jesse Reyes, Jesse Reyes and Rosalia does. So to see them do a performance together would be dope. I mean, yeah, but like, that's the thing. Every single person could come up with, I would like to see the people I like do a performance. Like, and like, like it, it could go on forever. Yeah, but that's not the argument. We know so that like, could go on I, forever. I think just making like, hey, we're going to have more diverse things, showing more people from different, from different, from different genres, showing more uh, nominees from different things. I think that stuff is good because I think that helps people just learn different people. Learn different stuff, especially like, the people Twan see somebody like. from you know Go that that Smith, would be that would be Jesse great. Jesse Raz and uh, I don't know Sabrina Claudio. I don't know. Do you like her? She's Spanish. You seem to hate Spanish people right now. So go <laughs> get them, and then they could perform, and then Twan could be like, "I'm going to take a bathroom break," because I don't like none of their whisper voices. It's it, to me, it's not trying to appeal to everybody at all. It's just trying to appeal to a wider viewership. You want to get your viewer, you want to get not your viewers back. And I think that's their problem. They're trying to get back the viewers that they lost. Y'all understand some of them might actually just be old and gone too, right? Like you can't be appealing to the same crowd for 62 ceremonies. You got to change with the wave. You can't just give Billie Eilish five awards and be like, see, we care about her, but you didn't have nobody like her that might've been nominated as well perform or, you know, like do an introduction because y'all y'all definitely relied heavily on Alicia Keys to do everything, and that was unnecessary. That did not. Did have Alice to perform at the Grammys? I don't know. If she yeah, she there. performed. She performed with her brother. Nope. I mean, I'm a That's I'm fun. a person like that. I'm for I am for more, uh, like diversity in the performance and showing more. So artists. am I. One hundred percent. I'm I also, like metal, and they never show that shit on TV. I'm also for dominance. Like, Same. Like, and sometimes some shit just gonna hit, <laughs> and it's just gonna hit, and like, we all be like, "There were a bunch of that, good albums, and also this one was that one." Crazy. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't want to, I don't want to sit here and put a cap on something because I would like, love no, if you, if you, 
If you hit, then like, nigga, you deserve. Like, like, like for example, mm-hmm. Lemonade should have won album of the year, song of the year, record of the year last year or two years ago, and it didn't. But if it had, I think we would all be like, yeah, justified. Yeah, like uh, I can say, I, I can say with Billie Eilish, she had a very, she had a very good album that I, I like parts of it. I ain't like all of it, but to to add like every time I turn the TV on, I saw her. Every time I turned the radio on, I saw her. <laughs> like, like she went from doing like her entire tour had to be rebooked because of how big she. Yeah, got. she went from being like a little like a person that was like in the in in the in the small doing print clubs, yeah, of, of headlining fame. festivals. And shit. You know, you you had to be like hold Athena, and then she came out. So like sometimes I'm like, hey, if you if you dominant, you and you and, and you just had a year, then be rewarded for that. Hmm. And again, like, I, f- I feel like the fact that it has only happened like this two times ever, and the last time was in, like, 1981 or something, means that we're probably not heading towards a just, let's just give one album all the things all the time. But, you know, I think every now and then it's all right. Yeah, I just don't lean in that direction. Like, Lemonade I do, not however, winning. think that some of the albums that I think should have won all of the things didn't win all the things, which I felt was I don't want, unfortunate. Listen, I don't want any album to win all the things. That's, that's, I'm just not that, I'm not about that dominant shit, because it's a fucking Grammy, dog. If you got one getting five, don't change the fact that you got one of the Grammys, finally. And you might not never get one fucking again. Like, it's it's a Grammy win. It it shows, it, it puts you on a caliber level of yada da I like, Grammy winning, Grammy award winning Billie Eilish. To me, it's the same thing with the Oscars. I feel like it's unnecessary for you to be like, well, since this one best, since this, since this one best picture, clearly that's the actor from it is going to be, is going to win best actor and actress is going to win best actress and some La La Land shit. And they're going to win best soundtrack. Like, don't, don't expect Joker to not fucking sweep the Oscars this year. It's going to be a fucking abysmal to watch. And like that, to me, just the dominance thing is kind of unnecessary. I don't. I get it if you dominate in something where you put where like a sport. I get that. If it's subjective, though, I'm kind of just like, uh, okay. They, there's a group of people that decided that your shit was the best. I'm not. I wasn't in that group. I don't know how y'all voting procedure went. This is the artist that y'all leaned with. Y'all leaned on. Her album is very dope. You know, but when you're like, I like the album. It was very good. I like some of it. I didn't like all of it. Well, then definitively. That shit wasn't damn to you. Like, it, you know, and I think damn even sweeping the way it did. I love Kendrick. But it to me, it's the same way. Like, if you put Beyonce in a category with, like, other blacks and contemporary R&B and stuff, you already know what's about to happen. It's it's just like, damn. I'm glad they was nominated with her, but I also feel bad because they never they don't really have a chance at this point. Yeah, I mean, but that's just how it is sometimes. Yeah, it bees that way sometimes. Like, I don't, <laughs> no, I don't be like, it ain't man, necessarily because the, the song is, is better, like, dog. It's because yeah, she's Beyonce. It's like, uh, hey, you did a good job. Yeah, but that's, but it's because, it's because she's Beyonce sometimes. Not it's Sometimes they're just like, we got to give them something. There's more levels to it than just, she had the dopest song. That's why we put her there. It literally sometimes just be, we had to put her somewhere. They do that shit no, with people in other, in other award ceremonies you. too. Like I, I get you on that. She's we're not saying court. we're not in there saying that like the awards are fair or anything like that. We're just saying that it is very possible to be dominant in something. That that exactly. That's what we're saying. Like we're not saying that the Grammys are right. 
or that they do their oh, war. Definitely right. not. We're I'm not taking no bullets for the that. We're just saying it is possible to just be dominant in something, to just have your shit that falls together at the right time. And it just comes in that be dominant, whether it be consistently through your career or whether it just be one time. A lot of one and dones. Again, Who knows? I like, get really it. Like, that's what you I, are. I, I, I you get it. You might end up being like a fucking legend. I get it. And you're being and you're just being dominant. Then we we can we can get that. Like when like when we can look at when Beyonce's album came out, eliminated. We were just like, oh, okay, cool. This we ain't gonna hit nothing else. This this is just what it is. This <laughs> like just, right. And it was very like <laughs> just this. Doesn't mean it's a great thing. It didn't go that somehow, way because Beck won. You know so, what but, I mean? Like so, I think we're just agreeing. Like like dominance can occur, but just but again, that, even using that example just pushes and I back think on should occur. that pushes back on the argument. Like her album, you agreed was the dominance, and it did not. Right, yeah, but so if it yeah, had so won all argument, of them, I wouldn't have felt justified in it winning all of them. Yeah, right. So the different, I'm not saying, the, yeah, it that's what's talking about like the different so arguments. Like that's it's not, not even like, not that's not even the way it the works. Awards, yeah, whether it's fair or their stuff is right, that's one thing. But the fact that I think a, a album can be dominant, I think we'll all I think agree. Billy Eilish and Lizzo were both up for all four of those categories. Billy Eilish won all four of them, right? I guess. Yeah, they're both of them, both of them, because because they, they were like, both the youngest and oldest nominees ever to get like, nominated for all four of those. Categories. Yeah, to come to come in, basically everybody knew it was like Billie Eilish and Lizzo. That was it. Like those are two, those are two that dominated this year. Right. I would have been making the same argument for, in favor of dominance had Lizzo swept all four of those. I get that y'all are leaning on this dominant shit. I'm telling you, I don't. And the fact that like Beyonce did not dominate with Lemonade. I feel like it goes with y'all's argument, but from my angle, it goes with mine too. That clearly is not the criteria because if that was the case, she would not have lost to Beck. An album yeah, that had so everybody that going, go, that, what the fuck? That goes to Grammys not being fair though. Like we're fine with that. I'm just saying like outside of the Grammys, like something can dominate. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I, like, it's not I mean, like the Grammys, the Grammys aren't fair. It's not, it's not numbers we, to that. It's just subjective. We, we know that, like, like we, like when the shit, when the when the lady left the left the the institute and she put all that shit out. So we like, you know, and we basically got proved that. So we we know that part's not fair. We know when the the voting thing is 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 always been skewed, and everybody's been fighting to get it to become more fair over the years, or, or open up to more artists over the years. Like we we all agree on that. I'm just saying, I, I would never get to a point where I'd be like. You can't. You have to have like a like. You have to say that somebody can't win all the awards. Like, because I'm just saying, there is something to say that sometimes a album or a piece of work. I don't comes know out that how that works. Can, that how, the majority of people can agree is this. How shit can is you great. say how how can you say that that works if you clearly see that the yeah. institution and the, is and fumbled then the majority, as fuck? Like, but, how can you be like, well, sometimes it just works out, but but no, you what see I'm saying is you can get more than one because these these awards aren't saying. Like you're talking about th- these awards, like award for like best album, right? We know there's gonna be a couple jumps for that, mm-hmm. but then other awards for like best song, best like these are still individual type of one up awards. It's like you did the best in this, you did the best in that, but it's not gonna be the best like like Billy Eilish night up for the best rap album or the best classical album, the Gresham metal album. Like it's not gonna just be you just flooding the jumps, but there's just some there's just some popular categories that. 
they've always been the popular categories, like for popular music in general. Yeah, they stick to the basics. Yeah, that, it, it, that's what it's going to be like, you know, like nobody who makes the the fire ass classical is going to be in, 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 in record of the year. Right. You know what I mean? Cause that, cause record of the year is measured for, this is for the popular song. Which to me is like, okay. So which, and they, and they, the and they awarded really? that like the popular song part, because there were a lot of songs who were very popular, but like might've been just everybody loves them but they weren't like the best writing or anything like that. And they were like, you know what? A song that just dominates the charts that everybody goes to should, should get some recognition. Too. And then, and, then that, and then to that degree, then like it wasn't the that's best. Why, that's writing. why they have song, which goes so, to the like, song. Right. Why isn't that a category? Like why isn't best production a category? Best writing. It is. A category? There's producer non-category. There's songwriting awards. that get awards every year. Billy Ellis's brother won for best. For, yeah. I know he producer. won one on his own. Huh? But like, and I know he won one for that. But like, how do you yeah. bridge that out across categories then too? Like, how do you spread that out? How are they picking? It's a cross genre. It's a multi-genre category. So right. like, anybody who is a non-classical album producer can be nominated. So it's not necessarily five pop records. It can be a pop record, a jazz record. Like Quincy Jones has won that shit a bunch of times. Yeah, but like, song don't work like that. Like song or record of the year, it's hard for them to work like that, especially if we base it work on like what? pop. Like spreading it across genres and categories. You can, but so. you know it's gonna be a whole lot of pop shit in there. Definitely, it's always song. gonna be a lot of pop shit in there. But what do you consider pop shit? I guess is the real oh question. anything popular on the fucking radio at the time. I don't think I don't look at pop and just be like. There's never gonna be an album that doesn't get radio. like. So if you're expecting an album that doesn't get any radio play to win album of the year, it will absolutely never happen. What did Beck win? I don't think that's... Huh? What did Beck win? Album of the Year. That shit was if in radio play? Lightning 100 in Nashville, that shit got played for sure. I mean, it's in Nashville. Was it getting played in, like, New York? Lightning 100 is a like, alternative rock radio station, though. And no, Nashville Beck, is a major market. Uh, yeah, it was for sure. Trust me. I listened. We just wasn't listening. Yeah, exactly. We weren't, we weren't fucking with it, which is fine. <laughs> but it was getting played. It just wasn't by, you know. Yeah, I'm not people. listening. I'm not looking for Beck. I'm sorry. Right. Exactly. I mean, I check it's out Beck. It's old Beck. He's not my jam. His new album he put out this year was whack. If Jeez. I do listen to the radio, I got two stations. There's a bunch of other motherfucking stations out there. All the other stations. All, who is listening <laughs> to that? Exactly. Radio? I got, the only got reason two. I know what's going on in country charts is because I work in country music from time to time, and like, yeah. I end up hearing about it at work. But I don't be listening to the country station here ever. The America charts. I don't like it. Yeah, even when I had a uh, satellite radio, you know how they put it in your car for like six mm-hmm. months for free. I think I listened to like three stations <laughs> and that was it. It's like all this abundance of genre music. And I'm like, oh, nope, 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 nope. Like give me the, the numbered stations that have R and B and hip hop in it. Pretty like, much. Right, last year, song of the year was Childish Gambino won it for This Is America, but it was all the stars with Kendrick and SZA, LMA, Drake, Sean Mendez, Brandy Carlisle, Zed, Marin Morris, and Gray, and then Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. Oof. But I mean, whatever about those individual songs, but I think that is a multi-genre thing. Brandy Carlisle is like a alternative country singer. Sean Mendez is the poppiest of bubblegum poppity pop pop. Mm-hmm. We all know Drake. We had Kendrick, 
and then LMA was an R&B record, and Lady Gaga was some fucking ballad, vocal, piano, soundtrack shit, and then the Zed track was basically an EDM song. So, I mean, the diversity is there, whether... Because I think a lot of it comes down to who wins, and, like, there is the whole... Like, like whatever, Grammy so white, maybe, I guess, is what you would call it, or whatever. Mm, like, we've realized that, again, the Grammy judging isn't necessarily fair like there's issues with that but i also think that there is diversity in the nominations it's when it comes down to who wins that people normally have issues because i would never see anybody complaining about nominations really i do but you brandon see them or you brandon are the one complaining about them because i feel like you complaining about them is different because no, you listen to a lot I, of music i understand the difference but brandon i don't see think people them. complain about nominations yeah i do yeah, um, you do. That's what I'm okay. saying. But do you see a lot of people? Oh my out god, there nigga! That? I said I see people complain about them. Holy shit! <laughs> Not me, nigga. I said I see other people complaining about You're them. Cutting out a lot, man. I'm right here. I see other people complaining about them. Not me. I look at the nominations and go, "That's the nomination." Oh well. But I see people complaining. What happened to this album? Where is this artist? I definitely see that. Black Twitter people complain about everything. Twitter complains about everything, just in general. They complain about everything. Yeah. So and that's just yeah. gonna always happen no matter what changes you make. Yeah, they're gonna complain. It's like that the the whole I don't see people complaining about them. Oh, they do. You just ain't where they complaining at. They definitely be bitching about who did get nominated, who didn't get nominated. Cause I damn sure wouldn't have known that the Lana Del Rey thing was a thing until she lost. There's been a prominent Negro nominated in every song of the year category for the last 15 years that I've been reading through. That doesn't mean it's not all white, though. You know that ain't going to sell that argument. Just because it's but one it is, prominent Negro. is what I'm saying. <laughs> it's literally not all white. It's not, but that's not going to fix that argument. We already know that that shit is geared away from black folk. That's why a lot of our Luther fucking winners weren't even on there. Uh, were on television Sunday. They were all pre-wins. It was like, did you know they won? I don't know. I think Lizzo got two awards before the ceremony started. Well, like I said, I want I want more diversity in musical genres and styles. Yeah, my so, shit ain't race related. I could like I like get that, it, that, the all white shit, but that ain't my that ain't my steez. That's what that's what I want. But there are other people out there who will use the same argument because they just want to see more black people. That's yeah. That's not. And, that's never going to be my. And they want it, and they want to see more stuff like that. Like but if I, we're just saying like again, we're just saying like musical diversity, showing different stuff, showing that, then that's fine. And I keep it one hundred. A lot of people when they come in with that, that a lot of black people I've seen anyway, their conversations about it. I don't never see them really talking about the records that they wish were there from black people. I just see them saying, "I wish I saw more black people." And it's the same thing with with the movies and the Oscar shit. Oh, ain't no black person nominated for this one. And I'm like, well, how many black films did you actually go fucking see last year? Oh, well, I saw Queen and Slim. And Us. So what you mean well, about? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't watch that many movies either. They so. don't either. Most people that complain about those categories, they ain't seen none of the movies that ain't there that they, that they want to see there. What they really, what they're really mad about is the one black the film examples. they didn't saw didn't get nominated for everything. Yeah, which I, I that's get what it, they complain for about. the record, and they use the Oscar so and white shit to go with silly. it. Oscars definitely be like this year. You can it's it. You gotta look at who to argue who's making the argument because the Oscars is super white this year. It's also super fucking male 
because there are a bunch of women directors that did better films than the shit they got nominated that they completely ignored this year, which is the second time they've done this because they did it last year. And it was, it was egregious. Then is egregious now. And the same thing goes for like diverse films this year. There are a whole lot of white people nominated for a bunch of categories and they just ignored black films. They just didn't watch them. And Oscars people, if you go read TMZ sites, critics and whatnot, have admitted to not watching those films. They're like, I just didn't watch them. So I mean, there is a valid great. argument that it is so white, but yeah. you got to look at who it's coming from. Cause some of these niggas have a nigga agenda for one nigga ass film. They didn't go support nothing else neither. When you was telling them, they was like, well, it ain't a bunch of black films coming out. I seen us and I seen what men want or little. And then you start going down the list. Did you see all these other black films? Oh, I didn't even know they was out there. Well, what the, (laughs) what you mad about then? It's not our fault. You only went to see Harriet. That's your fault, bro. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that movie. Keep forgetting. It's not good. (laughs) Shout out to her, though. She might get her EGOT. She might get her EGOT this year. Cynthia Revo. A bunch of niggas mad if she get that. If they even know what the fuck an EGOT is. A lot of them niggas don't know what that is. I was going to say. They don't. Like, they they don't. Viola Davis got three of them. She just need a Grammy. Yeah, that's what she I'm need saying. To do a collab with Billie Eilish. Wait, who? <laughs> who, Brad? <laughs> who needs a Grammy? Viola Davis. Oh yeah, well you know, if she ever sang, I guess she could read a storybook. She didn't even got to sing. She could just do background vocals, like do a Billie Eilish featuring Viola Davis. Have her do a spoken <laughs> word. Yeah, you trying? You just want to play her with Billie Eilish? Come on, come on, and, 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 and then Viola Davis get the egot. I'm all for this. Lockdown. I'm here for it. Lord, I'm if you put it. Viola Slave voice over a Billie Eilish track, bro. Yep. Hey, man. It'll do numbers. My God. Like, you can hear her waddling in the intro. No, sir. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> in the world. Uh, and have her do a character from uh, How to Get Away with Murder. Exactly. That's exactly what I was about to it's say. the same thing. Do Annalise and get it in. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Yeah, it's hilarious. It's somebody, this close. somebody called the producers. Don't do right. that. <laughs> get on this. They're gonna end up making this fucking movie and then or a song. Let's get let's and, get her bruh. this Grammy, bruh. Don't do this. They gonna be like definitely. So so you don't want you don't want Viola to have an egot. I see how you is. Sure. Oh my god. I'm a hating ass nigga. I see how you is. Oh shit. She ain't gotta get it. Oh, we're trying to hold a black woman down. <laughs> I'm all good on it. I'm telling you, Cynthia. All the stuff. We need to take her song from the help. What song? Flip that shit. What song? The song she sung to the little white girl to help. Sir, go sit down. <laughs> Flip that shit, man. I look, look. I'm just trying to get the Grammy out here. <laughs> we just God. need one. Damn. Yeah. She's an EOT. We need an EGOT. <laughs> She's an EOT. That doesn't sound flattering at all. You might need She's to hear that. She's the closest team. black person to an EGOT that doesn't have one. She has Cynthia Rebo. I don't think she, she ain't got no Oscar. She won away. Three. She won away. She the Oscar. The Oscar. She's away. If I'm not mistaken. What she? What she doing? Emmy. What she getting for Emmy? 
don't know. It might have been for some, some one of the UK shows. I don't know. Uh, Cynthia. So you said she. So Cynthia Erbo has an Emmy and a Grammy. She might. Hold on, we looking it up right yeah, now. Do she? Do she not? You said she won away. List of awards and nominations received by Cynthia Revo. She got a lot. God damn, she be winning. She's a, bro, she's a stage winner. She's a beast. I know. Yeah, I'm just. I, she I, got I a know she, time she, Emmy. Okay. I know she. I know she got Emmy. I know. I think she got a Grammy for the color purple. She got a Tony for the color purple. Like I told you. Told you. These niggas gonna be mad when she now, gets an Oscar. She got an egg. Now I'm rooting for her. She got and she yes, got two. She got two Oscar Black nominations. Excellence. She got That's two, right. Talk about African Americans. She got two Oscar from, nominations. From English. She about to. She about to win one. Oh, some angry niggas out here. Yeah, she won away. One hit away. I need her, her to win it. When her and Lena go to that celebration party with the E got nigga, niggas gonna be upset. <laughs> I need Cynthia to win it. And then do some British ass shit. Lena like, left her white for yeah, EGOT. Pose with all her things, eating tea and crumpets. Lena out here getting that EGOT pussy. Mm. Do it. Oh, wow. Goldie, <laughs> <laughs> mm. oh, I was not expecting <laughs> You and me both, DJ. That came in hot. Yes. Jesus. Mm. Tastes better yeah. when it right. wins. Viola and Cynthia. Cynthia and Viola. Cynthia and Viola. I really do think I could flip the help song and get sir, a Grammy before Cynthia gets sir, an Oscar. Why are you trying to get her banned from black people so she got to go work for Tyler Perry like Cicely? Stop. I'm just saying. Lin-Manuel also got a triple crown, but he don't got the E guy yet. He just missed an Oscar, right? Correct. Uh, he with Disney. He'll have one soon. If he do a movie of uh, Hamilton, he gonna get that fucking Oscar. It's Guaranteed. Good. If he end up looking like cats. <laughs> yeah. wow. nah, cats. It's gonna be the end. Now I just want to know who got an EGOT, even though he did cats. Oscar nomination, luncheon photos. They taking pictures of these niggas eating lunch. I now I just want to know who's close, so we can figure out ways how to. Get oh, I'll tell there. you who's close. Who the white of people? the people? Three pe- people that got three of them: Julie Andrews, Lin Manuel, Martin Scorsese, Francis McDormand, Viola, Randy Newman. Al Pacino <laughs> somehow, John Williams, Cher. Is, Ra- is Randy John. missing a, is Randy Randy missing a is, Tony? Is, is, Randy is, is missing a Tony. I mean, I, I, I be knowing on stage. Know my people. Randy, uh, ain't getting no Tony, bro. Cher got one or got three of them. Elton John got three. Ron Howard and Brian Glazer got three. And Trey Parker and Matt Stone from South Park got three of them. You think Julia Andrews is missing one. Yep. Well, missing an Emmy. Uh, a Tony, believe it or not, she's been nominated oh, wow. for three of them, but she's never won it. I would that's surprising. I thought she would have had a Tony. Yeah, this article is also very surprised. They said it's hard to believe that Julie Andrews has yet to win a Tony Award. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <I am. laughs> somebody swept the Tony. Quincy award Jones got an honorary EGOT. Yeah, because he got a Lifetime Achievement Award for something. Harry Belafonte got an honorary EGOT. James L. Jones got an honorary EGOT. Uh, cause he doesn't have an Oscar. He has the other three apparently. And Barbara Streisand got an honorary joint. So we got to get Frances McDermott. She can get one. She can't play. Uh, Elton John should get one. He deserves it. Elton is a legend. How Elton don't got one too? He's only missing one. He's one hit away. This nigga like wrote the sleep. Circle of Life. Like how the hell? That's what I'm saying. He got. He got. He don't have an Emmy. That's why. He got to write a song for a daytime television show. 
Exactly. Or a nighttime television show. He should, he should rewrite the theme for Days of Our Lives or something. Is that still on? Do, uh, have him do uh, Law and Order season 29. I don't, I don't know if I can handle listening to Elton John saying before they get into some. <laughs> I would love it. <laughs> in the court of law. <laughs> like, just like, no, I don't. Yeah. Just all over. They're about to go find these kids. If he, he and of course, South Park, the South Park dude's got to do a movie to get an Oscar uh, somehow. I don't know how they're going to do it, but they well, need to do it. if they stop, if they don't do another fucking basketball, if they actually take it seriously and do like a vice yeah, that's film, the they could get one, but they fucking around and get in their own he, way. The first South Park movie probably should have won Best Animated Feature, whatever year it came out. Oh, God. He might as well be out here doing fucking sausage parties again. Like, bruh, don't do these types of movies. It's got to have some <laughs> substance to it. Team America should have got one too, man. Sir, of fact. you can't have dolls fucking on screen and get an Oscar. It's not gonna happen. Why not? Yes, you can. Yes, yes, you can. absolutely can. You yes, can't you can, even sir. Yeah, see, okay. we need to get the old people like Oscar you out of the voting thing. Does he <laughs> have your mind. You can't see what year Team America came out and what movies got nominated. You know, you have yeah, that should be best animated. I'm sure Pixar movie is something won. I want to find out. 2004. They went left down bunker along the street. 2005 Academy Awards. You can't do this. It's, it's actually who's up there. Culture who's up there, sir? It's too late. You can't stop Google. Uh, see, best animated. Give me the nominees. All right, the nominees. Oh God damn, these are some strong nominees, boy. We can throw nobody out. Shit, it's gonna be hard. Oh, we go try though. We oh, gotta just throw oh, one. Oh, animated. We just got the one out, sir. Just one. I know. Hold on. Let me find the uh, animate. What are you doing this for the year that that movie came out? Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, I can't do it any justice if I picked a year it didn't come out. I don't out know. Okay. You might be randomly picking a year. Oh, there's only three nominees this year, first of all. This Boo. year? And the nominees were Shrek 2, that Shark Tale, Shark Tale, and the Incredibles. Shark Tale? So, okay, throw out, throw out Shark Tale. Shark Tale? Yeah. Yeah. It can even so stay nominated, but. It can stay nominated, but. It, yeah. America, Hold on, man. Shark Tale. Yeah, it definitely is better than Shark Tale. Shark Tale? Yeah, the one that's Will what I'm Smith, saying. The one where they put Will Smith's face superimposed on the fish. Yeah, this is, this on is, a this is yellow fish. Yes. This is why we are throwing it out and putting in <laughs> Team America, Bruh, sir. That's the yes. only. That's the only cartoon superimposed of a real nigga's face where they gave this motherfucker a part in a Caesar. The fish had a part in a Caesar, nigga. Like, yep, it was literally a, a Will Smith picture. Mm-mm-mm. The first yeah, fish exactly. of LA. I, that was going to be hard because Incredibles is very good. Incredibles is very good. Bro, you can't I feel like Shrek it Shrek beat It's not better than it, but no. also still worth the bad. You can't, you can't throw Shrek 2 out either. Oh, I didn't throw Shrek 2 out. It I didn't just, either. I just, yeah. it was, it was. Shark Tale, come on now. Between, between that Shark and Team America. That's some ass. Team Shark Tale got a participation uh, nomination. Yeah. No, they didn't. Listen, this is the Oscars. They didn't watch nothing else. They just saw that yeah, shit. I, like, I guess clearly they only nominated three movies. Every other category got like five. They did not see Shark Tale. This is like when you go to vote in November and you don't know who the mother niggas are. You just Republican, okay, Democrat, cool. Who these other people? This category and sound know. editing got three nominees, and one of them is Spider Man Two. Yeah, that's that's to be expected though. Uh. This is back before they can make good superhero movies, and it got a lot of sound effects in it. So well, I you guess, know how many people still. think Spider Man Two is still the most amazing superhero but, film ever made. The Incredibles won that category anyway. So yeah, and then in second place, Team America. One of the dudes that won for The Incredibles actually was also nominated on Polar Express in the same category. Also, how did Team America not get a Grammy for the AIDS song? Sir, they already have a Grammy. 
I know, but it should have got another one for that. I don't know that it didn't win one for that, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know what they won a Grammy for. That could, that could be the Grammy. Hold on. Let's do some do our Googles, nigga. Please Trey let this Parker. be the Grammy. <laughs> I want Grammy. So I know it's not, though, but I want it to be so bad. Nah, he won a Grammy. They won a Grammy for Book of Mormon's album. Yeah, nah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, sadly, not everybody. Everyone has AIDS. AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. AIDS. They won the best song award, right though. there, man. That's be best. happy about that. They won an Empire Award. That's, that's the best song right, right there. Like, hey, man, got to do what you got to do. There's so much, see? There's so much stuff, man. Now I want everybody to get. I still want. I still want Viola to get her, her Grammy. You know what? I want Viola to do a comedy album. There you go. With the Trey Parker and Matt Stone. None of these are good ideas. These are all these terrible are great ideas. ideas. So what? They're all terrible. <laughs> these are great ideas, sir. I don't They're know what you're talking about. All terrible ideas. And y'all ain't going to see this shit. I have to go see this shit. You tell me you right now if, 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 if they come out tomorrow, I said Viola yeah. Davis got a comedy I'm special with a Trey Parker, I'm, go, I'm going to watch it, sir. <laughs> I mean, I don't give a fuck about Trey Parker, honestly. So I don't either like that, but it would still be funny if the dudes from South Park had a you got as well. I want Viola to tell bad jokes and like her tone be telling niggas you better laugh though. That's the Viola I want. I want the Amanda from Suicide Yo, Squad. That would Viola. actually be funny if you did it right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want Amanda Waller or whatever from Suicide Squad forcing niggas yes. to laugh at her jokes on stage. That Now I would give her a Grammy for that. Hey man. If Dave Chappelle can get a Grammy for being transphobic, she can get a Grammy for telling bad jokes. I don't see the problem. Uh, that logic checks out. So, I'm all for this. But honestly, if they just made a made an album, Viola Davis got to do a singing duet album with Al Pacino. All they no, all they got to do is <laughs> do a it. short a short sound story of a kid listening to Mama Viola angrily walk towards their room, and I will give her a Grammy for that audio. Cause them steps. Who's all the people? How does Ron Howard have a Grammy? Ron Howard. I'm surprised he doesn't have an EGOT. Honestly, he He's does one so away. Much shit. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't have a Tony, but the Grammy is the one that doesn't make sense. God, his daughter might get a Tony before he do. Who is his daughter? Bryce Dallas Howard. I didn't know that. Uh, Just because he got the last yeah. name, this yeah. thing, and the red hair and the freckles. I mean, yeah, there's redheaded white people out here. <laughs> That's oh, wild. Boy. Yeah, Al Pacino Viola Davis album coming soon. Y'all heard it here first. I'm not listening to I'm not listening to Al Pacino yell at Viola Davis. She could be yelling at him. They could flip it. He is not gonna let nobody yell at him. They can <laughs> yell at each other. That could be the I whole would, thing. I would listen it's to an that. argument. <laughs> I don't know how n- niggas claim they don't know where they buried Jimmy Hoffa, but after watching fucking Irishman, they should have heard his ass being buried. Al Pacino loud as shit. <laughs> Al Pacino is the Meek Miller actor. Ain't no way, bro. <laughs> Al Pacino can't even do a romance because it's going to sound abusive as fuck. <laughs> Have you That's ever seen Scent of a Woman? Because that is Al Pacino doing a romance. You and smell it Denzel like from uh, Malcolm X. Was, was it, uh, um, uh, was it Al Pacino in a Play the devil and devil's advocate. Yes, he was yelling. Yeah, absolutely. Nigga. Oh God, yeah, that's, sure. that was that was That's peak like, Al. Yeah, for sure. Yo, you know what I want? I want that the was devil. Scarface. 
<laughs> Yo, can I get the double from Tales from the Hood in a yelling match with Al Pacino, the double from Devil's Advocate? And they just yell at each other as they both burn up and turn into their double form. That if you are great. Al Pacino and you're listening to this podcast, please let us know so we have some business propositions to discuss with you. I can't believe this nigga Scorsese spent like $192 million on making old white people look young old white people. You gotta stick with the homies, man. He's loyal, yo. Oh, yeah, you can say anything you want about Scorsese, including his bad taste in movies, but he and is opinions. loyal. You just, Scorsese is interesting. We don't need no more three-hour films, though, bro. We get it. You, what Matrix. did you think of The Irishman? I thought it was a good film. <laughs> I thought it was probably his worst gangsterish style film, though. Which, you know, we're comparing this to Casino, to Casino and The Goodfellas. Those are some big shoes to fill. But, like, it's super dated at this point. You already know what's gonna happen. You already know how to care. What's, you know, you already know everybody's gonna go to prison at the end. They're gonna be old and they eat pasta. Like you already know. It's that's how Scorsese Scorsese does this in every Italian gangster film. <laughs> so it's like nothing surprising. And then it's about Jimmy Hoffa. And it takes you three hours to get through this story. And we still don't know where he buried. So you watch that whole film for three hours. You don't know which you, what oh, yeah, I mean, Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, nobody knows where he's buried at. That's Everybody it. knows where he's buried at. That nigga is allegedly under the Meadowlands. So it's I guess See, it's worth I, watching if you like those films. It's a, it's long though. I need it. I need it. See, that's one thing I love about Mars Scorsese. When people tell me stuff about people doing uh like. When people are like, some directors do black movies for black people. I'm like, man, like, Martin Scorsese has been talking about the gangster white dude his whole <laughs> career. The Italian gangster white person. <laughs> he sir. has made all the money. <laughs> so, <laughs> stick with what you do. <laughs> you, 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 black, you do, you do, you do, so you do one type of black person music, movie, keep doing that shit, nigga. Whenever he steps out of that, his, his comfortability. I mean, we talked the Irishman, Goodfellas, The Departed. <laughs> They're all the Wall same Street, movies. Casino. The Departed is the only one that's a little different. The Departed is the only one that's kind of different. The rest of them is the same. Still, still talk about a gangster ass white dude. I can't believe he did Hugo. Like, what in the world? Gotta make some of my kids and go see. They can't. St- they can't keep seeing these Italian boys get shot up in these casinos. Was that the one with the with the ugly train? Sure. No, that's a different one. I'm thinking something different. Probably thinking of Polar Express. I'm thinking about the one yeah. with the kid named Hugo. Oh man, Gangs of New York was great. What the fuck is Killers of the Flower Moon? That's not a Japanese film. It certainly sounds like it would be. <laughs> it's a Mars Scorsese movie. The hell. Scorsese got a bunch of just God. He's been doing this since 1967. That's crazy. One thing he needs to do now is put Leonardo DiCaprio in a movie with Joe Pesci and Al Pacino, yes. <laughs> like to to Scorsese it all the way up. Scorsese and Christopher Nolan, man, they be really sticking with the fam. 
Yes, because like, because like, like every time I look at a movie, I'll be like, all right, let me look. Is Michael Caine in it? That it might be Marion Cotillard, Michael Caine. I know who produced this movie. <laughs> already, already, say less. You already know. Already oh yeah, Christian Bale in it too. Okay, yeah, that sounds about yeah, right. Straight up. Uh, Do we get a Tom Hardy sighting or no? Uh, uh, Coen Brothers the same way. Oh, they'll put. Uh, Are they be sticking with the homies too? Yeah, they'll put. Uh, uh, what's that dude name? Uh, God, I know. John, I think it's John Turturro. Turturro, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Turturro. He's uh yeah. always vaguely ethnic. In yeah, they, 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 that that they'll put that nigga in the in a in a in a uh, one of their movies quick. He's always in the movie. Corn Bros. Uh, the other white dude that was in Oh Brother, We're Out There, and Buster Scraggs. Uh, John Goodman. You talking about that funny looking dude? You talking about that funny looking dude? What the fuck is Suburbicon? Oh, I know what that is. Matt Damon failures. But yeah, I do love people who sit there and be like, no, I'm using the same three people. I mean, if they work, might as well. Yeah, but yeah, if they work and they know they know you. They did one film. Did they do they did one film with uh your boy Jack Nicholson? Or not Jack Nicholson, um, Oh my God, Nicholas Cage! Oh, what's up with the nickels? Nicholas Cage. Oh, you talking about uh, Raising Arizona? Yep. They were like, never that was, a, again, that was the that was the movie that kind of put them on the map. They're like, never again, sir. We had Nicholas Cage driving First cars and stealing done. diapers. I still love Lady Killers because I love Tom That's Hanks in that accent. <laughs> that movie looked too stupid to watch. When I remember the trailer, <laughs> so, I was like, absolutely not. It's really bad. So great, man. Look, if you like Core Brothers, it's just the way that their no. dialogue is just kind of just can be serious and irreverent at the same Isn't time. Isn't that the one where Tom Hanks is a country ass fucking old southern yes. slave plantation? And then the whole time they're trying to they're trying to they tell this lady that they're like a singing group or something. <laughs> Cause they're trying to get in her basement so they can rob the bank. I ain't, tr- I ain't trusting nothing where you put Tom Hanks in a movie. Fucking Marlon Wayans. Nope. Good movie. I think that so. might have actually been the reason I didn't go see it. Cause he's not doing it. It's fucked up, but you know it is. Why Marlon Wayans is trash? God, he's one of the most unfunny yeah. niggas in the world, and Netflix has a movie deal with or a TV show deal with him. Good God. Yeah, that joke is great. Oh, brother, where are that? Still one of my favorite movies. I mean, it's a classic. Yes. No country for it old took me man. a long time classic. to finally watch it, but when I finally did, dude, it's so good, and the music is so great in it. Yeah, yeah, that actually won a couple people some uh, Grammys. That oh yeah, I would. I was saying, man, of constant sorrow, like it ain't nothing. Booty, huh, huh, what, huh? I am a man. Oh, they like fucking with Tom Hanks. I mean, who wouldn't, though? It's Tom Hanks. Yeah, Tom Hanks, George Clooney. Been a couple of um. Oh, what's Home They like Deuce fucking name? with um, old boy with the rusty throat. Jeff what's Bridges. Nigga name? Yeah, Jeff Bridges. Cause Jeff Bridges was in True Grit. And in the in, classic uh, Big Lebowski. Yeah, the classic. And then, um, let's say John Goodman's been in at least... I know he was in Oh he, Brother We Are There. He's in Bit Lebowski. I think he was in Barton Fink too. Is he in Raising Arizona too? 
Not raised in Arizona, is he? I know there was some film I saw with him where he was slim and young. No, it wasn't raised in Arizona. Raised in Arizona came out in '87. With the illustrious Nicolas Cage. Stealing diapers and pampers. Raised in Arizona, 91 on Rotten Tomatoes. Very underrated television spinoff series as well. Raised in Arizona was hilarious. They just picked a They did a spinoff of that? Dog, that shit is hilarious. They picked a trash, a trailer park trash white family. And they gave him a baby. And the son works at the grocery store. And he and the, the, I didn't think Raising Hope was a spitoff of Raising Arizona. I thought it, I thought it absolutely was. <laughs> no, because they were like, didn't they like Nigger. steal the child in Raising Arizona? And they were like going out there robbing shit. Listen, I pretty much felt they was the same shit. Dumb dude ends up with a baby, and he has to learn how to take care of it. And at some point, Pampers and grocery stores are involved. I'm sorry, the names are too similar. I think they made I think they made the name as a play to that, but I don't think it's a spin-off. It's a spin-off of the name. It works for me. Because <laughs> <laughs> that show is fucking hilarious. Yes. This is at least three good seasons. They are the most ratchet white family I've ever seen on television. I don't know. The Gallagher's from Shameless is pretty ratchet too, bro. Yeah. Cause that would just say the same people raising hope. Was the same people who did um um what's it? I think it was my cousin Earl or something like that. That makes sense. Yeah, that's why they had some of the same actors. Actors, actors used to come over sometimes. Let me see. Was the same dude. Is it called my cousin? Where am I looking at? I don't know. My name is Earl with Jason. My name is Earl. Yeah, my name is Earl. I put my cousin Vinny and my name is Earl together. Oh, Greg Garcia. I recognize that name sometimes. Maybe I just recognize it because I watched a whole lot of Raising Hope. Yeah, nope. He was a story editor on Family Matters. That's where, yes. What in the hell is Cora doing? All right, we can go ahead and wrap this because it's late. And actually turn the heat up. So I'm sweat. I'm in here sweating in the winter time. Yeah. All right, y'all. Appreciate everybody listening to the podcast. We yep. will holler at you next time. Y'all hit us up. Let y'all let us know what we didn't talk about about the Grammys. Uh, you know, shout out to everybody going through it right now, dealing with their Kobe uh feelings and whatnot. Let people grieve in their own spaces. Let them be. For real, it is unnecessary to remind people of niggas. That is so tired. Just let people do what they're doing, man. And, you know, call the family you love and continue ignoring the family you hate because it's not worth it wasting the time you got on this earth on them niggas. Outside of that, I don't know what we're going to talk about next week. We'll do something. But go check out. I'm doing a review for a movie called. The fuck is that movie called? The rhythm section. Oh, that Blake Lively joint. Man. So I'm reviewing that tomorrow night with Ro on MTR Network. Make sure to check out that that review because I'm going to fuck off on that movie. Shooting action scenes with fucking selfie cameras and shit. Nope. 
I'm going off on that movie tomorrow. Fuck that shit. And me and Chris did a review of The Turning. Fuck that movie too, because that movie is fucking terrible. That movie looked horrible. It is terrible. It's really bad. Like, it doesn't have an ending bad. So, till then, we'll holler at y'all. We're out. Peace. Peace.